Okay, so are we ready to go? I'm ready. Cool. Are we going to hear the intro? No, you're not going to hear oh, the intro flip. now. Okay. <laughs> Maybe I should make reference. Beautiful intro music. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to the Shedding Light podcast, created for you by Lighthouse Family Church. I'm your host, Kewan, so join us as we talk about all things faith and how we apply these principles to our daily lives. Incredible <laughs> intro music, Kewan. Who thank wrote you. that? I appreciate it. I did. Thank you so much. Yes, I, should I, I appreciate it. Should I do that? Oh, that's up to you. Hey, if I'm you, want to, you want to butter me up, no one's going to stop you. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Oh, my word. Okay. Let's somehow find a way to start this. You thought this. you were interviewing David. Yeah. <laughs> Let's somehow find a way to start this thing. Oh, man. What can I say? Sorry. <laughs> Hello and welcome to another episode of the Shedding Light podcast. Uh, thank you so much for joining, uh, for tuning in. Once again, if you are listening on any sort of platform that allows for commenting, so that could be the Podbean app, that could be SoundCloud, um, or just a direct message. If you want to message me or message anyone, um, just let us know how it's going. Let us know what you think we could be doing better um, or let us know what you're enjoying. It's always nice to hear. Uh, then just be sure to subscribe, follow, do whatever you need to do to make sure that you get to listen to this every week. Um, this is uploaded every single Monday morning. So yeah, thank you so much for joining in. Um, today, we are joined by um, Dave and Byrne, and we are going to be talking a little bit about just lockdown, as if we haven't spoken about that enough. Um, but just to to talk about it as, you know, how how a family has process the transitions between um, going from no lockdown to hard lockdown and then kind of things easing up a little bit and just how that's gone. So Dave, Ben, maybe just say hello, introduce yourselves, do what you need to do. Ladies first. <laughs> Hi guys, um, I'm Ben. Yes, she is, I can <laughs> confirm. <laughs> yeah, thanks for having us, Q. This cool. is... Uh, uh, been something I've I've been looking forward to probably more than Ben, but uh, <laughs> we are very very pleased to yeah. uh, be here and um, yeah enjoying the podcast. So thanks for starting it up. Cool. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. And yeah, I'm glad you guys could join. Uh, I've been looking forward to having this conversation for a while. Um, and yeah, it'll be just really interesting to hear your guys' take on just how you have dealt with lockdown and process things as a family, yeah. um, individually in your own spaces. So whether that be work or um, just your relationships, but then um, also just how, how it's gone with, you know, having, having your girls at home and how things have gone like that. So right. as a family, um, I guess let's just kick it off going into hard lockdown from nothing to then all of a sudden, you know, stay at home, nothing's open, uh, not going to work, all of that. Uh, what was the toughest transition to deal with? What was the hardest thing for you to, for you to deal with going into hard lockdown? Sure. Well, I think initially I couldn't buy a biltong. So <laughs> I left work. On when was it? Was it a Thursday? Yes, it was a Thursday. I think so, yeah. So I left work on a Thursday. I must have passed about three Lochner's built on stores and a few uh, 
butcheries and I couldn't find a single one open. No <laughs> jokes. I had to eventually buy Biltong from Spa. Um, immediately on the Thursday, it's a very shallow concern. I'm, you know, I'm aware of that, but <laughs> I couldn't buy Biltong anyway. It's, so it's, it's a concern nonetheless. <laughs> yes. So... Um, so immediately I'd say that was the first realization I had that life's going to be a little bit crazy, a little bit weird. I've also never seen so many people um, at the spa and I don't think I will again. Yeah. Um, it was manic busy. You already got a sense then of the panic of a lot of people, all that panic buying that was going on. Mm. Thank goodness we're out of that now. But um, yeah, I think I think initially that was actually... My first concern was was probably for the safety of my family, and um, I think, yeah, just kind of maybe a bit surreal, actually, to be honest. Uh, I don't think I was too prepared, really, for lockdown. Uh, I did, you know, erroneously probably think be three weeks <laughs> or whatever I think, yeah. it was. You yeah, know? I think we all did. I mean, I yeah. definitely mentally, I was only prepared for three weeks, yeah. you know? Yes. So, so I think, you know, initially that was probably the, the thing that I, that I didn't really um, factor in initially is how long it was going to be. Yeah. So I, I just kind of thought, hey, <laughs> you know, some free time, <laughs> um, you know, uh, probably going to watch a few movies that I really enjoy. Um you know, sleep late, yeah. <laughs> do stuff like that, yeah. you know. So, yeah, I probably went in with the, the wrong kind of attitude. <laughs> no, but I, I, think, I think we all, I mean, I know for myself, I definitely, I mean, if we want to call it like <clears throat> a, like a, a, an extended holiday, mm. um, you know, I think that was definitely my my mentality at, at first. I saw it as, well, this is great, you know. Yeah. Been so busy up until that point. This will be a nice little break from things, and then things just slowly, slowly started to get worse. That's uh, right. Or so I say, quickly started to get worse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, That's true. Yeah. Yeah. So, Burn, Burn, uh, were you also stressed about the biltong and the things? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. But I did kind of just take it in my stride. I think because, like you were saying, everybody had a short-term kind of picture. And so, you know, my concern was mostly about just keeping the home a happy place, not stressing the girls out about this this mm. coronavirus. And, you know, um, we obviously had to address it with them because the teachers had brought it up at school. So we had to address it with them and just trying to keep it peaceful and, and calm. But, yeah, we had the short term. So it wasn't... Um, a big adjustment it was kind of like like yes. you're saying like the end because i'm a school teacher it was kind of like the end of a term okay. and how to just yeah i mean dealing with david every day for three <laughs> weeks was no what a, what a <laughs> <laughs> it was great to have what david an emotional home. roller coaster you know? must have we been. all have our crosses <laughs> today <yeah. laughs> Uh, yeah, man. I think as well. Uh, um, the the thing that became apparent to me in in the first three weeks, because I um I I work uh, in the agriculture industry or the company I work for is in the agricultural industry, and so we were um, made permissible services in May. So I only did the hard lockdown. And then I went back to work at the office. But for those three weeks, the schooling uh, for me as a as a father, I battled with the most. That was sure. the hardest part of lockdown for me, um, because, um, you know, I actually like teaching. I think 
you know, but I guess that would probably be more in a lecturing kind of sense, you know, sure. uh, talking much like I am now. Yes. Um, and, you know, kind of conveying stuff through, you know, um, speech and just a, a verbal message. But with our kids, it's like, you know, drawing a, a or a... <laughs> Uh, you know, at the, the level of school that they're at at the yeah. moment. The other thing is um, trying to motivate your children when you yourself are not motivated to get through their yeah. work. Um, they're not motivated to get yeah. through the work. And and also just, you know, honestly, just not being cut out for that kind of task. <laughs> so, let me just jump in here. So this is just a memory that I'd love to share. Um, just for those that don't know, we've got two girls, Holly and Rebecca. So Holly's in grade one this year, so it's quite an important year for her. But Becca's in um, double naught or double R, depending on how you say it. So less less um, stressful for her. Anyway, but David was looking after Rebecca's um, teaching for the one day. And so to start with exercising... And he decided to make her exercise for a full song. So what should oh, be word. 20 seconds of exercise <laughs> turned into five minutes <laughs> of exercise. <laughs> and Becca came and said, I don't want to do school with Dad. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, shame. Sorry, it's right. Not, not cut out for it. Yes, no. Shame. And he was trying to have fun with her. I was. But she yeah. just was top She saw this, yeah, <laughs> army, this, this, this army boot camp that now. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we were listening to good music while we did it, you know, but it seemed to have uh, no effect. She, yes. <laughs> she didn't want to exercise for five minutes. <laughs> Oh yeah. my word! Because you know yeah. you've you, you've you've commented on their uh, the difference in their work ethic as well. That the two of them approach work in a very different way. So Absolutely. you're also now trying to to jostle both of those mentalities. As yeah, well, yeah, you know? exactly. Um, mm. Yeah, Rebecca, who who I think you said is pretty happy to get things done, like you know early on in the day to get out the way, and Holly, who just couldn't be bothered. Yeah, well, is it the other way around? The other way around, yeah. So Holly, other. Holly actually, she, she is like that. Very okay. task-orientated, wants to get the stuff done. She's very much like Ben. Rebecca is very much like me, bit of a free spirit, wants to she can play, uh, yeah, play engage in the, morning, the world yeah. creatively, you know, <laughs> um, as and when she see fits, sees fit, should I yeah. say. So, yeah, she, yeah, exactly. It is difficult because you can't, you can't apply one solution yes. to the problem because <laughs> you've got two problems, essentially. Yeah. Uh, luckily, uh, Rebecca is younger, so her schooling is not at, uh, there's not as many goalposts that we have to check or get through sure um you know so as, it's okay it's okay for her to yeah. creatively yeah. Yes. um experience, work, work, her world. experience her world before <laughs> having to to knuckle yeah. down and get stuff but done. i would like to say to all the teachers okay yes. and my wife's a my wife's a teacher but to all the teachers uh man we really appreciate teachers let yes. me tell you because i think that's the first thing I, I became acutely aware of is like this cannot last forever because I mean, I, I was useless uh, <laughs> to the cause of educating <laughs> our children at the level that they have to be educated at now, you know. Oh, man. And I just so appreciated the the social impact that uh, children's friends have on their mood. Uh, you know, the the level of excitement that Holly had 
to go to school. A lot of it had to do with the people she's going to engage with at school, including her teachers. And, you know, it's not the same. You as a parent, you say, okay, I can do this. I know my child. I love my child, you know. But I'm telling you, they will not respond to you the same way they respond to the teacher. When the teacher says, right, we're going to write the letter A, uppercase, lowercase A, or or whatever they call it, you know, at the stage. Um, You know, there are only two stoked to do yes. it for the teacher but they do not <laughs> want to do it for the parents so so we love the teachers and i think for you know as as far as we could say <laughs> we cannot wait for our kids to go back to school and, yes. I, and i think they also feel the same way although they have enjoyed all the family time and all the movies and, and you know all the kind of like weeks that feel like weekends yes um they have loved that but yeah i just thought it would be good for us to say it we love and appreciate the teachers and definitely for us as a family i i think we cannot wait to get our kids back to school because our kids will also benefit so much from it yeah absolutely mm. now dave this this year you know for you started off in quite an exciting way starting starting a new job mm-hmm new possibilities, new environment, just a great way to get the year kicked off. And yep. then the world said, no, no more for you. <laughs> yep. You know? Yeah. Go, going from, from starting a new exciting job to then no work at all. Because if I'm correct, you, you started lockdown. You were not working from home um, at the start of things. Correct. So going from starting a new job to then hard lockdown, no work, mm. sitting at home. Um, was that sweet relief in some ways? Um, or was it like immediate boredom and man, I can't believe this. Um, so initially I would say, like I said, uh, previously, I'd say the first week was probably sweet relief. You yes. realized like, it's great. Have a week off, you know, um, yeah. anyone could do that. I had started a new job. I'd started, um, in the beginning of February so I had only worked February and March, um, and then we went on lockdown. Yes. So it was a very um, interesting journey, you know, to be on. And I must say that in terms of my uh, job security in the past, I would have been worried about something like that because you, you, you've started a new job. Generally, they give you three to six months probation, you know, depending on your contract. And and so me having only worked two months, I in the past would have been concerned like oh i haven't passed my probation or whatever just uh, an irrational fear uh you know i give you that but that is how i probably would have thought in in years gone by but now this year it was nothing like that um i've really seen this job as a as a provision from god so i'm very very grateful for it and i love working where i work so initially that first week sure no problem the second week, what started to happen for me as a man, I guess, or as as just an ordinary human, probably even more. So, but just you, you, see, you tend to kind of feel purposelessness because you, sure. you know what I mean. You're like, yes. you're like, you know, what am I doing? Yeah. I'm not doing anything. <laughs> you know, I'm like sitting around. I've got so much free time. I've watched all the things I want to watch. I've done all the little projects that I, I thought were going to be take me three weeks that took me yeah. two days, <laughs> you know. Um, and then all you thought, you know, yeah, yes, I'm going to 
paint the house or whatever, eventually, you know, you, you, some of the things you actually just don't get to because eventually you don't want to do them anymore, you know. Yeah. You're, you're aware you have the time, but you just don't want to do it. So I, I think that in that second week, I started getting antsy and I said to Ben, okay, I'm going to do something. So I, I started uh, doing something for Niels in the new creation ministry. Um, uh which I haven't finished. So this is now a gentle reminder to myself that yes. that has to be completed <laughs> ASAP. Um, but yeah, I just chatted to him and I realized, you know what, I've got skills that I can put into practice. I'll contact Niels um, because we'd spoken about something like this before. He had actually contacted me, um, I'm not sure if it was during lockdown or, or slightly before, about already moving on to a more automated online kind of platform. And I had suggested to him that we could do something like that. Um, we explored a few options. And then in the end, I came up with an idea that we decided to go for. So um, I started doing that. And that was actually great. So for the first couple of weeks, I could, um, you know, kind of look into doing that project a bit. But my job also is incumbent on there being activity at the premises. Sure. And so it's not that I couldn't work from home uh, in terms of being able to do it. It's just that there was nothing happening at the company. So all that work that needed to be done, um, I did do a bit of work, um, and it was around helping the management get set up and able to communicate together and collaborate, yeah. etc. cetera, um, some software licensing and stuff like that. But that was pretty much the extent of what we could all do um, sure. as, as employees at the company. Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah, it was sweet relief initially, like I said, one week. But then after that, you do start feeling like, yeah, this is – you start appreciating work because yeah. you're like – you realize you can't just – um, carry on doing stuff, you know. Um, I, I think it was, was it C.S. Lewis? Or, I'm actually quoting Ravi Zacharias, who was quoting somebody else. But um, the, the quote goes something like this, and I'm paraphrasing most probably, but it goes something like this. It says, Me meaninglessness does not come from being weary of pain. Meaninglessness comes from being weary of pleasure. And I think sure. that when, when you've got a lot of time spent on your own, you realize how much that's actually affecting you. You know, you can do your own things. You can, you know, you've just got a lot of time for yourself. But then after that week, it only took a week. I think a lot of people, yeah, so to realize, yeah, this is, you know, you realize yes. what a part work actually has to play yeah. um, in, in your life. So, so that's sure. why I say the boredom came in, but it's more than boredom. Mm. It's, there's something within you where you go like, mm, this isn't right. Yeah. I can't really spend my whole life like this, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and as you say, that, <clears throat> that feeling of uh, meaninglessness um, and yeah, that feeling of like, if I don't have this, mm. there's like a crucial part of me that I feel is missing, you know? Um, I mean, I, I, my job is not um like a, a an eight to five sitting in an office all day yeah um you know there is stuff that i can that i can very easily get done at home in fact i think almost the majority of what i do i could do at home um but even even for me those first that first week or two was yeah sweet relief feeling yeah. like 
this is cool. I think especially because, um, you know, what 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 uh, Kelly and myself found was like I was so unbelievably busy before mm. that, almost no uh, that we could spend almost no time together. So I took those first two weeks as like a godsend mm. for us to reconnect again. But then just as you say, after those two weeks, you you very quickly and because by by like the third week we realized, oh, this is actually gonna go on for longer now. There is that part of your brain that goes, Oh, I wasn't ready for this. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I didn't prepare myself mentally or physically or practically, you know? Yep. Um but yeah, you know, we we had to we had to take it as as it comes. Yeah. Um, and deal with it just like everyone else has, you know. Yeah. Uh, but sure. Burn, burn for you. Um, teaching obviously went went to nothing, <laughs> you know. Um, but then teaching from home, um, you know, you you started doing doing music lessons from home um, through the best, <laughs> the only way possible through WhatsApp video and <laughs> Zoom and Skype and things, which we've. I think uh, we've all grown to hate in a in a in a in a in a, in a small little way, uh, but you know, te- teaching from home, um, with with your girls being there, um, you know, I mean, I don't want to paint the picture like your girls are these little terrorists running around, <laughs> you know, screaming and shouting at every possible at every possible point. But it is a different it's a different environment. Mm. You know, you're used to teaching at a school where it's you and a student in a focused environment. Mm-hmm. Now you're at home uh, with your girls who, for them, mommy's home now, you know. Um, what what was that like? Did you find it easy? Was it, um, I mean, did, did it play much of a role? I think um, once David to get back, you kind of just had to shift my, I just had to do a mind, a mindset shift and okay. just go, okay, we have to just do this now. And, um, and so the best thing I could do was just try and structure the day as best I could and try and work a little bit with the girls in a sense that if they weren't having a really good day, just give them the day off Sure. because this isn't school. So we're, we're going to tick all the boxes, but how we tick those boxes is going to work according to what's happening in our home at the moment so or for that day so it was just kind of a mind shift so it's kind of like just knuckle down and do it yeah (laughs) but i would um our girls are old enough to understand that um they need to just be quiet if i'm busy with something and so i'd have to structure my own work i couldn't do it all at once i can't just close the door for three hours and leave the girls alone obviously that wasn't practical so I had to just be aware of that and structure my day as best as I could and then just give the girls leave their um like the program they're going to watch on the tv to that time that I'm busy teaching or um just be intentional about what to do so it worked quite well the girls um like you're saying they are very very good girls they did they did um cope well um, doing the schooling on my own when once David went back was a challenge because sure. that's two different kids and you want to be aware of how much attention you're giving your grade one child and then make sure that the other um, little one is getting the same amount of attention. Yeah. And, um, and so that she doesn't feel 
less loved or less left out and so you've got all those things going on in your mind and you're trying to think anyway I came up with something eventually because I just felt like I was losing it a little bit towards the end and um I came up with this concept of special time so we would sit down in the morning the girls and I and I'd say okay special time today what do you want to do with mommy Holly what do you want to do with mommy Becker think about something (laughs) and they would come up with something and I said okay when we've done everything that we need to do for the day then um then we'll we'll get to that and when mom's doing special time with Holly then Becca you can have a bit of time on the iPad or do something that you want to do and then switch over yeah and that kind of settled things a little bit um after we came up with that and until a bit later so yeah yeah it it was quite a juggle I think that's what I'm trying to get at it was a lot to juggle Mm. but it wasn't impossible it Mm. just it's just a month it's a mindset yeah 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 for 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 the two of you um i think you know dave you touched on on just um how grateful you how grateful we are uh, for teachers you know Mm. and i think um the one thing that i have uh that that i saw like kind of beginning of lockdown was there were there were quite a few teachers that I'm friends with who were just sharing things on social media and just like sharing encouragement for parents Mm -hmm. saying Mm. things like, like, you know, be, be, be gracious towards yourself. I don't know if that's the correct term, but you know, like don't, don't expect yourself to be able to do everything. You know, have you found that you've had to um, give yourself a lot of grace in the season um or do you feel like you were trying to do everything uh, perfectly i am um, i saw a, a meme the other day so this is for moms because um, i can only speak in that context and um it was saying moms in lockdown and then it's like all the things and i i actually i said to david i've i related to every single one yes. of them there were about six or seven there like <laughs> I'm not. I'm not giving enough energy to work. I'm not. I'm shouting at my kids too much. They're watching too much TV. Yeah. Like I'm it's not all balancing. Of those things. Yeah. So you, I think for m- most moms, I would assume, um, have felt that way. You know, and so you can be quite hard on yourself to think it's just not good enough. Nothing mm. is good enough that you're getting to. And um, and yes, we do have to be gracious with ourselves. And so. Um, and just come back to come back to God in all of it and say, you know, Lord, you are our strength. And yes. he said that that scripture, don't worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow will worry about itself. Yeah. Has been so relevant in sure. lockdown. Okay. One day at a time. Yeah. yeah. You know, and with just knowing that he's there. So. Mm. Yeah, I think um, I echo Ben's sentiments, um, but from a different level, I guess, from probably varies personality to personality. Um, but I definitely, yeah, the schooling was a real struggle for me. Um, I loved having the time to spend with my kids, and so we played quite a lot of things. One of the projects I had at home was that I wanted to set up... Um, a retro pie gaming station off of one of the Raspberry Pis that I have at home, yes. which is a little small a Raspberry Pi, for those who don't know, is a little small computer about the size of a credit card. Yeah. Um, so I repurposed that to kind of run old uh, games like Sonic the Hedgehog, you know, yes. that I played growing up. And so 
was able to introduce the girls to that kind of stuff. But as I said, that that war of fast for the girls, you know, it only took me a, like a, a couple of hours to implement and get working properly. So, yeah, those kinds of things were short-lived. And then there was some good weather, actually, in March and April. So we, we made a lot of use of that. Um, spent quite a bit of time outside. We bride a cool. bit, you know, did stuff like that. Um, definitely in the beginning of our let's say before winter came in full force. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and um, yeah, riding bikes uh, in the complex because we have uh, like a big open tide area. Mm. Obviously, only after full lockdown was over. Yes. Um, and also within the hours that you know they mentioned. Um, so yeah, uh, I mean, I, I can't speak, I guess, for. Too many other parents who have maybe boys and uh, the boys are bouncing <laughs> off the walls, you know. And I, I think that has happened. But I must say, from what I've seen definitely of my brother's kids, who they live in the same complex as us, the kids have been absolutely incredible sure. um, in managing and handling it, uh, you know. So we, we're very proud of our girls. They have fully, um, they've actually exceeded our expectations, I think. Wow. Yeah, Um and yeah, so those those kinds of things as a parent, um, those are those are blessings. But in terms of being gracious towards yourself, yeah, I mean I have to be because I am the kind of person who would get a little bit flustered by the yes. challenges of teaching your children yeah. <laughs> when they don't want to do it, you know. And yeah. I was aware as well I had made work for myself, as I said, with that other project. So mm. um, when things were not going so well and I was wanting to move on to get to do the things I had to do, that can that can create some frustrations. So you, um, you do need to be gracious to yourself there. Luckily, I have a wife who reminds me to be gracious to myself. Yes. So that was always very helpful. Yeah. Um, and then also to realize, like Ben said, you, you take one day at a time. And these are, um, you know, unprecedented. We've heard that word, you know, bandied about a lot. Yes. I don't think there's another word for it, though. You no. Know? We really are, um, like, charting new territory here. Uh, yeah. You know. And so, uh, like Ben said, um, I like what she said about the some days you could just see your kids were not going to, it was going to create massive strife in the house to try and force a schedule to happen mm. where none of the parties were actually going to make it happen, you know. So yeah. it would be better to just give all of you, be gracious to the whole family. And we say, okay, today we're not going to push beyond that. Yeah, um, that's good. Yeah. Would it, be, would it be fair to say that there's probably been no, there probably hasn't been a more important time for you to work as a team as a, as 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 husband and wife to work as a team. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's one of the positives that's actually come out of lockdown is just the family time that we've got. And David and I, we were chatting this morning actually, and just saying how uh, we've grown closer mm. and um, our marriage has gotten stronger. And so yes, you have to lean and draw from each other's strengths. So what David's struggling to manage, step in and okay, tag team. Um, mom's doing it now yeah. and then <laughs> when I've had enough it's like okay please can you just put them to bed I just need to breathe for 10 minutes and just have a moment so absolutely we need to pull together and and, and uh, we've been blessed we've done that as a family it's a, it's a real blessing and mm -hmm. definitely one of the positives from uh, from this time absolutely yeah I was going to actually say that as well um, 
specifically I've noticed for myself and uh, Holly um, because of her personality is quite task driven. So having had more time with her than I had previously when she was at school and etc., it's enabled me to have a lot more conversations and, and get close with her. Cool. Um, Rebecca and I have um, always kind of understood each other very well. And so we, it was just more of, you know, what we had, I guess. Mm. And then for Bern and myself in particular, um, specifically recently, you know, God can bless you in ways you did not foresee. And one of the ways he's, he's blessed us as a family is um, our, uh, my sister-in-law, Bern's sister, came back from um, America and she needed a place to, to stay because the living situations had changed since she left. Um, long story short, we were prepared for this uh, even before we knew about COVID-19. This yes. is, is what was going to happen. But she happened to come back pretty much, I think, not long after... Um, yeah, not long after I went back to work, she she pretty much ended up coming back, and that's been I think an incredible support. Uh, Jesse came back that you know that time around and around about that time, should I say? And uh, it's been a great support for Burn, and it's also allowed uh, Burn and I to um, have shopping dates or yes. whatever you know, where the kids uh, stay home with Auntie Jess. We don't want to take them to the store because. We don't know where those little hands can yeah. go, and it's really hard to control them. Absolutely, uh, you know, and and you don't want to be this ogre parent, you know, mm. <laughs> dragging your kids to the shop. And I understand that for everyone, um, that's not a possibility. And mm. and I really do applaud the parents who managed to get it done well. Um, but it's been a nice time for Bern and I to go to the shops and just have. 45 minutes together, you know, where you are, we, we're saying, did you fetch the milk, you know, yeah. or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but you can have some other more meaningful conversations and some yeah. time, you know, in between. And, and we've really actually enjoyed it, I think. Um, and the other thing is, uh, historically, uh, we didn't go out a lot as a family to the beach to walk. You'd think we would, but um, we just hadn't. And, and now that that was... I guess one of the things that we could do in level three, um, we started doing that and we, we've really, really enjoyed that as well. So it's interesting how you change, you know, your circumstances change yeah. and then you, you yourself are actually forced to change. And I think that those have been good changes. Sure. Mm. Yeah. I think, you know, I, I made a comment before we, before we started this just about how um, I'm tired of talking about lockdown. Uh, I think I think for the most part, we all are <laughs> tired of talking about lockdown. Yeah. Um, but the reason I wanted to to do this and the reason I wanted to have this conversation is uh, I think part of the reason I'm tired of talking about it and and please, um, if you're listening to this, just catch my heart when I'm saying this. I'm, I'm so aware of the difficulties. Difficulties doesn't even begin to describe it. I'm so aware of the the trauma that so many are are facing. I'm so aware of the hardships and the the tragedies that so many are are having to deal with during this time. But those aside, I think so many people um, are just take the opportunity to rant about um, whether it's wearing a mask or whatever it may be. Um, 
you know, just 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 rant about the the tough things that everyone has to go through with mm. lockdown. And yeah. and it's like we get it. We get it. It sucks wearing a mask. <laughs> yeah. Okay. This is not new to anyone. Mm. Okay. It sucks. Um <laughs> You know, the the sanitizing, it sucks, you know. Yeah. Um, the other day we went, uh, Kelly and I went to spa and I forgot like one thing. <laughs> forgot one thing. So I had to go back in the queue, sanitize again, go in, do the yeah. whole spiel again. Yeah. Uh, but got to do it. Mm-hmm. I can complain as much as I want. That's the reality yeah. for us. Mm. So I guess I, I've be, I've become tired of talking about lockdown because of all the just the ranting about the 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 silly things that we just have to get used to now. But the reason I wanted to talk about lockdown with with you guys is because you have taken so many positives out of it, and I I refuse to um, how do I say it. Um, I, I don't want to allow the negativity and the ranting to stop the the positive news to come out. Mm. So, you know, Dave, you, you mentioned just how, how um, you know, you've grown, not, not you particularly, but like everyone, I think, has, has grown to appreciate what they had in terms of the, the job that they mm-hmm. had. Mm-hmm. They've grown to appreciate those things because, you know, it's it's that age-old thing that, you know, you don't know what you got until you yeah. lose it. You yeah, know? exactly. So you didn't know how good you had it until that freedom and that stuff was taken away from you. And I think for most people, they figure that out. You know, you see how many... Um, there, there was a joke early on in lockdown of, um, you know everyone before lockdown sitting on their couch eating a bunch of junk food as soon as lockdown hit everyone wanted to exercise you know and it's like weird like people people who had yeah. never exercised their whole lives as soon as lockdown hit were like why can't we exercise and it's like yeah. <laughs> absolutely but but i think it's just that that part of your brain that goes as soon as it's taken away from me now i want that thing mm. So we've grown to appreciate the job that we have. Yeah. I think lockdown has shown us, um, it's shown me, it, it's made me appreciate the time that I have mm-hmm. with Kelly. It's, it's made me appreciate the relationships I, I have. I think for me, the biggest positive to come out of lockdown has been my appreciation for my relationships and my friends. Because yeah. pre-lockdown, mm-hmm. um, if I, you know, if I didn't have the energy, no, I'm not going to see people, you know, mm-hmm. finding every excuse possible because I just genuinely didn't have the energy. Um, whereas now, like, man, I don't want to take every opportunity possible to see people. Yeah. yeah. Um, and when, when, when lockdown's over and we can have bras again and stuff, Amen. I mean, goodness me. <laughs> Amen, brother. Like I can't wait. <laughs> but but you know, it's it's that it's the thing of I appreciate yeah. it so much more now, yeah. and I realize what I what I had. Um, maybe just to to end off, any other positives that 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 you guys have taken out of this that you want to share? Um, yeah. Cool. Go for it. Well, as a family, we one of the positives we were ch- chatting about right in the beginning was that we rediscovered our garden. 
So oh, cool. because re- referencing <laughs> what you were saying about being busy, we were actually really busy before lockdown. And so we didn't actually get outside much because we we're getting home later and we just had places that we needed to be. So that was really nice to actually go, sure, let's let's be outside together, had some picnics on the on the lawn at the back and stuff. So that was really good. Sleeping in, yes. you know, can only do good for the soul. <laughs> <laughs> So one day I said to David, I would have been teaching for an hour already wow. or at school for an hour already um, when we were up pajama days, which is, you know, good for the girls. And something else that I thought um, is a really good thing that's come out of lockdown is the physical contact that you as a family have become for each other. You know, so if you think we're not allowed to hug or touch anyone else around. So our kids, I'm, I'm thinking now of Becca, who's um, five at the moment. She is a physical touch child. Mm. So the first couple of times we went out, she would go up to give her friend a hug and then have to back off, you know, and then come and hold on mm. mom's leg because she feels so awkward. Yes. You know, she can't no, be she natural. She embrace the world now. Yeah, yeah but, um, but as a family, we've been able to fill that tank for you and so i think that's a really positive thing you know and so like give extra hugs as a family and Mm. hold hands and and do those things you know dance together and do those things because that is the only contact they're getting at the moment you know it's a tank that needs to be filled yeah Mm. and if you're not going to do it as a family they they now are physically not able to receive it anywhere else you know yeah so that i mean i see that as a huge positive Sure. So I think we must find the joy in the little things. Yeah. And yeah. And just go with that. So those are a couple of things for me. Yeah. I think that um, one thing that's been really impressed upon me is the ability to, we have not been financially affected um, by lockdown. And I am acutely aware of how heavily it has impacted some people. Yeah. Um, and, um, we've been standing in this and I, I was chatting to you about this a little bit earlier and I was saying, you know, we have been through tough times in our lives, but um, right now when a lot of people are going through one of the toughest times that they've ever been through, we are not because yeah. we we are blessed um, to, to be um, unaffected financially by this currently. So what that has allowed us to be is generous um, in what we have and it's actually stretched our generosity muscles a bit because my nanny, or not nanny, sorry, our domestic worker, who, you know, um, she doesn't do, she doesn't actually come to our house very often anyway, but we decided we resolved right at the beginning of the of the month. And I know countless people who have done this, but right when lockdown started, I said, you know, She's at such high risk. She's she's a little bit older than than we sure. are. She um, is living in the townships. She's got to use public transport. Yeah. Um, and she's going to come into contact with a lot of people who po- possibly are not observing the same level of um, social distancing. Yeah, social distancing and, yeah. and care. You know, in making sure that. So it's really challenging for her situation, and for us to be able to continue paying her. And to say wow. to her, no, um, and and like I said, I mean that's not even. I know a lot of people who who have done that because you've realised that you might be okay. I might be only one of the people she works for, but I'm not going to be that one who says, "I'm sorry, you're not giving me a service." Yes. Therefore, I'm not going to pay you. You know. Yeah. And I think that 
for us to be able to have done that, we've also um, uh, continued to give into areas where we we're giving and we upped our giving just because we realized uh, that that's what God would actually want you to do in a situation like this, yes. you know. So you can't be a gen- uh, you, you cannot be a Christian and not be generous. Sure. Um, you know. Yeah. So I think that that's been a real positive for us because um, in a time also in our lives where personally we could have said you know we've we're finally getting to a point in our lives where we can start realizing some of the things that we wanted to do with our money, you know, because it's been that kind of journey for us. But now then, you know, COVID-19 happens. And and then that whole process of realizing, you know what, this is just an opportunity for you to actually live out your faith. Mm. Now you see you're in a position, you know, where God, I mean, the company I work for has been uh, very good in preparing for disasters, you know, and and their good stewardship is is you know meted out on us as a family, and we can then also bless out of the blessing we get, you know. So it's it's been really really great, and I um, I think that in terms of that aspect, yo, it's been uh, we won't even know what it's worth. But that's really yeah. been something where we have been uh, stoked. I can't come yeah. up with a better word. Yeah. But I've also been amazed at the testimonies of other people, uh, even in lack, at the incredible ways that God has provided. Um, just astounding. You know, I think if you just go and you start talking to people and you find out how they've been provided for, it the mind boggles. You you can't even Without God, none of this stuff would be possible. Yes. Because you cannot, you couldn't in your wildest dreams come up with the creative ways in which God has made provision for people. Yeah. Um, and so for me, that, that's been what I've been just so humbled by, really. Um, and yeah, I think that's, that's it where you just say, Yo, Lord, everything comes from Him. Yes. Absolutely everything comes from Him. And that's when, when something like this happens. That's when you go, wow, yeah, God is in control of everything because you 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 could have maybe been in a position where you were confident in how well your little system was working that you had for yourself, you know? Yeah. And then boom, something like yes. this happens and yeah. it trashes all the systems of the world. Yeah. And and you realize, geez, we've we're still gonna make it through this, you know, yeah. somehow. And and with God there, he is walking through it with us all. And it's not in the way that we expected. Yeah. And we have to rely on him more than ever because we don't, like we said earlier, it's uncharted. We don't yes. know what lies ahead of us. Yeah. So um, that's been a really, really great way for us as a family to engage, to be able to be generous and have our generous generosity flexed and really exercised um, in a way that previously maybe wouldn't have been the case. Sure. Dave, Ben, thank you so much. Mm, It's been a really cool conversation. I really, really appreciate you guys taking the time and just being willing to to share what your experience has been. So thank you so much for for joining in, for listening in. Um and yeah, just to leave on just to leave on those positives. Um, you know, keep keep pursuing joy. 
just keep your eyes fixed on him. Appreciate the things you have. Appreciate what you do. Appreciate your family. And just acknowledge the blessings in your life because that keeps your eyes fixed on him. And just, you know, it's just good for us to acknowledge that in a time like this where, you know, now more than ever, we have no idea what tomorrow brings. He is the only one who knows what what tomorrow brings. So keep your eyes on him. Keep pursuing him. And until next time, I think I speak on behalf of all of us when I say it'll be good to see you soon. Um, yep. Yeah, we look forward to the day. We look forward to the bras. Um <laughs> So, yeah, God bless, stay safe, and we will chat again soon. Cheers.